Welcome back to the Black and Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Tino Kadar, Tondarai, Bunzar Baya. Now, I don't have a guest today. Today, I wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, I just wanted to chat with you guys. I just wanted to have sort of just an informal conversation um, for Movember. And what I wanted to sort of discuss about Movember was just sort of tips and tricks or just things that I think help build positive mental health habits and that can help us, you know, keeping a positive mental health. Or even if, you know, you've been struggling and you're trying to get get your way back to where you were before. Um, I think some of the stuff that I'm going to talk about today um, can help. You know, I'm, I'm not a mental health professional. Um, I'm quite fortunate that I don't suffer from uh, poor mental health or I haven't. You know, it can always happen to you. Anything can happen. Um, but I want to just talk from my own experience, but then also from the conversations that I've had throughout this month, the conversations we had last year for Movember. And, you know, I, I work in the care setting. Um, so I just finished my master's in social work and I've done psychology for how many years? So I've got some expertise or at least some experiences and some knowledge that can always help, you know? Um, but if you want proper advice, <laughs> if you want therapy and stuff, I'm not going to be able to give you that. But I think what I can just give you is a, is my perspective um, and the perspective of others that have shared their stories on this podcast. So, yeah, I mean, let's get to it, right? Let's get to it. So I thought I was going to give, um, not thought, I am going to give a top five tips. You know, there's so many more things that I could say. Um, but I thought, let me just keep it top five. Let me just, uh, I had top 10 originally, but I was like, nah, I'm going to keep it top five. Um, and then just chat on those things, you know, I can chat for a while. So, um, you know what? Let's go. Let's go. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm just going to get myself ready. Um, and then we're going to, we're going to start talking about these uh, tips and these tricks and these things that we can do to keep positive mental health. Um, and recover ourselves when we're feeling down and we're feeling low. So, yeah, um, give me a few seconds. So, the first one first tip first trick first thing that i think really helps in keeping a positive mental health is exercise everyone not everyone loves exercise don't get me wrong i hate running you know honestly cardio is just not the one for me but i love to swim a swim is sort of cardio isn't it to a certain extent but to me it never feels like cardio when i'm doing it right and so i think there's many things that you can do in terms of exercising and keeping fit um and the benefits it has for you and your mental health is honestly crazy um like we always think about sort of traditional medicine and pills and stuff like that but like literally just getting outside and going for a walk can lift your mood and your spirits so easily. Like it's just a natural remedy for it. And so, like I was saying before, you know, if you don't like to run like me, find something you like to do, go for walks, go do some skipping or, you know, go for a swim. Um, you know, there's many things you can do, which aren't exercise, but well, I mean, which are exercise, but don't necessarily feel like exercise. So I think you've got to find what works for you because, you know, 
like I said, running doesn't work for everybody. Like skipping doesn't work for everybody. You know, Zumba, man, Zumba is fun. I haven't been in a while, but that's exercise and you're having a laugh and you're enjoying yourself with people, with friends, um, and you're just having a good time. You're moving your body. Um, I think there's so many, like there's so many resources out there which will tell you the positive benefits of exercising on your mental health, like the endorphins that are released afterwards during it make you feel better. Like they help release stress and release tension. So exercise can have a major important influence in our mental health and how we respond. And, you know, there might be times when you're feeling down and you're like, I can't even be bothered to get out of bed or I can't, you know, I can't go out and meet people or, you know, but something as simple as just going outside and going for a walk can lift your spirit tons, even if it's 10 minutes, five minutes, you know, but once you get out there, you probably five minutes would be over and you're like, actually, I could still stay out here for longer because I'm kind of feeling a bit better ish. It clears your mind. It helps you sort of think it just, or even just helps you let go. You know what I mean? Like there's times where I'm doing exercise and I've had issues come on my head and then I just just think on actually let me just do this lap let me just swim and you know the worry sort of goes away at the back of your head it might still be there you know we've got cost of living going on and you can't always swim your problems away but it provides a release for you that you don't have to always be thinking about it and then maybe once you've had a clear mind you can go and you know come back to whatever issue is causing you stress or mental or poor mental health um so there's so many benefits of it and even playing a sport um like you have the community you have the camaraderie of being with others that are like you similar to you or even quite different from you but you all have the interest of playing this sport um there's an awesome ted talk video that um is on my website that you can see um which has got the benefit of sport and something. Um, but I'll also put it into these links in the show notes here because that video perfectly explains how, bas- not basketball as such, but basketball is just what came into my head, but how sports can really sort of improve your mental health and improve your physical health and help you build positive mental habits that are going to, you know, keep you sane in such a crazy world. Um and so it's actually so important doing some exercise or doing a sport, um, like the benefits for your mental health, the intangibles are absolutely crazy. Um, and leading on from that, actually, um, from playing a sport and being with people and community and stuff like that. Um, my next point is number two, guys. Number two is just wait. So number two is, I know there's a little bit of a repeat there, but number two is going to be community. So community is essential for us as humans. Like if you think back to COVID, COVID was a rough time, guys, for everybody, you know, like we had so much stuff going on, but also we were stuck in our homes all day. And, you know, for some people that was awful. Some people were stuck with their family members that they didn't really like or that, you know, maybe stuff is going on for you at home. So being at home is actually the worst thing that could possibly happen. Um, or you were in a flat by yourself. Um, 
or you couldn't see your grandma, you know, I don't want to remind us of those times because those times were dark. But if we think back to COVID, what we really lacked and missed was community, was being with friends and family and being a part of a community that, you know, where we felt loved, where we felt needed, where we felt special, you know, I think as humans, our connection with each other is so important. Like, there were so many studies out there which were saying like, you know, people need human touch and just hugs and stuff like that. Like the neurons that are released when you connect with them with another person, you know, just sort of help to your overall well-being. Um, I think you find these days that there's a lot of loneliness amongst older people. And um that can actually lead to them actually like their life chances diminishing even more because it just shows you how important connection is for us as humans that we can reduce our life expectancy if we've isolated or if we're being isolated and we're not connecting with others. So community really is essential. Um, I was having a conversation with Judith Desbone and we were talking about our emotional needs needing to be met as people and community and connection is part of that um as part of that emotional need as humans, you know, we need that within us. So, and we need to connect with others. We need to have community. I think I remember reading somewhere where they were saying that people that are religious um, in religious communities and stuff like that live longer, like have a longer life expectancy than those who don't have one. And what the researcher said, and I'm going to go find all these researches and I'm going to go put them into the show notes for you guys. Um, I'm just kind of going off the bat from what I, from my knowledge and what I remember. But um, they were saying this because they have a community, they have people that they can rely on. They have connections. They talk to others. You know, when you go to somewhere every Sunday or every Saturday, or you have masks or you have prayers, you know, you're with others, you're connected with others, you're, you know, there's like a higher power than yourself that you're sort of committing your life to and you're committing your life to community as well. If you really think about it, um, Jesus has said, love one another, you know, reach out to others, treat people as your brother or your sister, you know, that's community, to be honest. And it's so essential for us as humans and for our own mental health that we have connections with others. There's a podcast, which I absolutely love, um, by Rangan Chatterjee, um, and it's feel better, live more. And in one of the books he's recently written, um, he talks about mental health and he talks about building people's, building your own mental health and resilience and stuff. And what he said is that one thing which people need to do more is have more conversation, more community with others around you. Like the person you meet on the street or the person in the coffee shop, you ask them, how's your day going? How is this? How's that? You start to chat with people and he talks about the impact that that can have on your mental health. Um, I'm going to put that book into the show notes and I'll also maybe see if I can find a snippet of him talking about it because it's so powerful and you just, you just don't even think about it, to be honest with you. So Community is the second one. And with community, the next one comes communication. And so I'm going to talk about communication in just a second. So 
So communication, communication is number three. So you get that down, write that down. Communication is number three. And communication is so key, guys, um, with our mental health and when we're thinking about what's going on for us in our lives. And you don't have to communicate with people, right, with this one. Preferably, I'd rather you communicate with people, but communicating with yourself, you know, being able to, like, like some people hate the sound of their own voice. You know, as a podcaster, you got to either deal with it <laughs> or you got to love the sound of your own voice. I think I'm in a bit of a both. I never used to like the sound of my own voice, but I sort of have got used to it now and kind of like it. Um, it's a bit cold in my room. Um, but yeah, communication, man. Communication with yourself, communication with others. You've got to talk about what's going on with you. You know, whenever I feel low or whenever something's going on in my life, um, you know, sometimes I don't like to talk to people about it. Sometimes I like, sometimes especially the person I want to talk about it is the person causing me the issue, you know? Sometimes it's your girl and you're like, ah, oh, I want to tell you what's going on about it, but I don't know how to say it without it coming across bad or, you know, I want to process my emotions first before I say anything, you know? And so sometimes you've got to find that person that you can talk to, um, that you can say, listen, this is how I'm feeling. Um, I'm feeling like this and like this and like that. And hopefully they're a good enough friend that they just listen and they respond with kindness and, you know, give you the support that you need because we all need to communicate with somebody. It, it, like I said, it was part of um, community, you know, communication and community go in tandem together. You know, you talk to your family members, you talk to your friends. Um, and if you can rely on your friends or your family or your team and you can talk to them, it helps sort of, you know, break down the barrier of saying, guys, I'm actually struggling here. Um, and so I, I think some of these things I'm saying are not new and not novice, but I always think it's just important to repeat it. And, um, if you listen to the last two episodes, um, and if you listen to November of last year as well, communication and talking was one of the things that people had said was the most important thing about, um, seeking help for your mental health, but also just being able to identify what is causing me these issues, you know, if you want to, if you're, if you're afraid to talk to somebody, if you're afraid to talk to your friend, to your mom, to your dad, to, you know, to your cousin or something, talk to yourself. It's, it's, I always feel better when I write things down um, or when I voice note it. I've got a lot of voice notes on my phone that sometimes I just voice note it and don't listen to it again. Sometimes I listen to it again to be like, okay, hey, what was going on here? But at times it just needs to come out of myself and be somewhere else. And I don't have research for how that works. I will try and find some and put it into the show notes for you guys. But I just know that being able to voice what's going on can just help you, one, process what is happening, but also, two, it can help you identify what's wrong and what needs to change. Um, another thing about wrong and strategy, um, and I'd love to go on his podcast and I'd love to meet him, to be honest with you. He just seems like a dope dude. Um, but he was um he was he's he said a story um about a uh, about a client that he had um he was he's a gp and so 
what basically had happened is this girl had came to him and was like wanting antidepressants and he sort of was chatting to her and he felt, nah, this girl doesn't need antidepressants. Like she just sort of needs to, we need to figure out what she needs. Um, and he was like, come back to me once a week for an hour a week um, and we'll figure it out. And so through their conversations, she was able to identify what was going on with her and why she was feeling depressed and why she was feeling sad and low and all he did was listen to her and give her the space to talk through it and figure out her own emotions. Um, I wish more GPs had the time to do these sort of things because it would so help in terms of the mental health support that is given out or that we should be having places where people can just go and talk to professionals without having to pay. You know, we pay a lot. Now we're paying higher taxes too. You know, thank you, Richie. It was needed, but thank you at the same time. Mm. But, um, you know, I wish more GPs were able to do that because that's amazing. And that girl never had to go on antidepressants because she didn't need them. She just needed to talk. She just needed to understand what was going on for her. So for you guys listening to this, communication is key. Communication is key in everything in life, but especially when we're thinking about our own mental health um, and building mental health habits. So write it down, voice note it, talk to a friend, talk to a family member. You know, sometimes in therapy, they have like a, um, you know, sometimes you're doing talk in therapy and you're visualizing, you know, your dad as a, as the chair that's in front of you and you're saying everything you couldn't say to your father in person, but, you know, you can say it to a chair and really get all your emotions out. So things like that work as well because you're able just to express something without judgment and fear. So communication is essential. It fully is essential. And so the next one falls into this as well. So just give me a few seconds and we'll go on to what the fourth tip trick, you know, just chat is. So give me a few seconds. So this one's actually quite similar to what I'd actually said before. So I won't focus too much on it, but if you do need help and if you do need support, like be brave enough to talk to somebody and to reach out because you know, it's the bravest thing you can really do. Um, and I think it sort of just flows with everything that we've been talking about that, you know, if you've, if you've got that community and you've got that communication, um, with people and then reaching out when you actually need the help and the support, um, it's so essential. Um, and like I said, this is, this, I feel like maybe is just the common sense one of all of it. Um, but there's loads of resources that you can use that you can reach out to. If you've watched YouTube or if you've listened to a podcast, you've probably heard of better help and I haven't used better help yet. Um, but you know, it really came out of COVID where people were doing therapy online and stuff. And, you know, that was really helping. Um, and it gives you, you know, a more accessible, um, you know, it's more accessible. You can do therapy from your bedroom, you know, in your safe space, in your comfort place. You don't have to go to, um, you know, some fancy office and sit down and have someone psych about you, you know, why you're a bit uncomfortable and on edge. You can just do it from the comfort of your own pajamas, you know? Um, so that's one resource, you know, in, if you live in England, we have the NHS. Um, I know better help is international now. 
um, depending on where you are. But, you know, utilize the services that are around you. There's also charities that you can talk to. Um, if you're in the UK, you know, you've got um, Minds that you, you've also got, um, what is it? So you've got Minds, obviously you've got NHS. Um, I'm sure there's more charities and mental health things as well. You know, Movember is a charity, but not for people to talk to, but um, to raise awareness. Um you know, you've got suicide prevention lines and stuff like this and that. So there's plenty of stuff out there for you to reach out and communicate with somebody. And I'll put more into the show notes, but I'll also put quite a few on my website too for people just to be able to access and to be like, okay, this is how I can support myself with my mental health and reaching out to others, um, using community and connection to really um, be able to say, okay, I'm struggling and I need help. Um, so reach out, reach out to anybody, to somebody, because suffering in silence, you know, it, it doesn't work, you know, it really doesn't work. So yeah, communicate with somebody, um, have that connection, you know? Um, and so I've only got one more for you guys. And this one is sort of just a bit more, you know, from the conversations that we've been having this month and from the summer discussions, I think this one is actually quite essential. I think all of these working together in tandem with each other can really help improve men your mental health or really help just keep positive mental health, even when you're struggling, you know? Um, so the fifth and final tip is going to be So the fifth and final thing is going to be try and do things that bring you joy and feed your soul. Okay. So I know, well, I don't know, but I assume that when people are struggling with poor mental health, trying to do the things you love makes is so much harder, you know, um, because you're just struggling to get out of bed. You're struggling to be motivated. So Doing the things you love and you miss are usually the things that go first. Um, and, you know, when you're able to write down um, what's going on for you or talk to things or talk to people or, you know, chat to yourself on your phone for a voice note, I feel like you'll start to identify that those are some of the things that start to go first when your mental health is going to the crap. You know, I the things I love to do and that things that feed my soul um, I love going out in nature. I love going for walks. Um, in England, we have lots of national trusts and they are absolutely gorgeous. Me and my cousin said we're going to have to do a tour of all the national trusts around the UK. Um, so that's something that I love doing. And then when I get out and I'm out in nature, like nothing matters really. Like I'm just in awe of what's around me and what I'm touching, what I'm feeling, what I'm sensing, what I'm smelling. Um you know, who I see, you know, I was saying earlier about having conversations with random people, you know, when you're just going on a walk and you see someone, you say, hey, how you doing? Hope you have a good day. See you later. Bye bye. It just boosts you a little bit, you know, not everyone's able to do that, but um, there's opportunities for people to. Um, and so, yeah, going out in nature and taking my camera um, with me. Wherever I go, really, that's also something that I love to do. Photography calms me. Um, I can really just be in my element and be in my zone. Um, traveling is something that feeds my soul and brings me joy. You can't always go and do, you can't always go and travel. I wish I could always go and travel, but you can't. But, you know, there's other things you can do. 
at home, like I said, I can go for a walk or I can, you know, watch my favorite movie, cuddle down with a blanket um, and make some really awesome snacks. I love to cook. Cooking for me also feeds my soul and calms me down. And, you know, when you're just in the kitchen, you're focusing on what you're making and you just have that good food, that good energy, that good vibe. You put on your favorite movie. One of my favorite films is Goodfellas. Um, but also another one of my favorite go-to films just to put on and slap on is Guardians of the Galaxy. So, you know, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling low, try and think of the things that you love to do and try and do the easiest one first. You know, if you're struggling to do just your daily activities and stuff like that, just try and focus on one thing that brings you joy and do that. Because I think the impact that is going to have on you is going to be so important. You know, as we've been talking about before, when you do exercise, when you are playing part of a team and stuff like that, and you've got that community and you've got endorphins releasing, you've got serotonin releasing those happy, positive, um, you know, those happy, positive hormones and neurotransmitters. Um, all of those things sort of help you know, boost your mind, boost your brain, boost your mood. Um, and so I think being able to do those things, remembering the things you used to love, even some of the things you used to love as a kid, right? Go and do some of those things, go and climb in some trees, go and make something, be creative. Um, in COVID, I learned how to play the guitar um, and I've been quite poor at continuing to do it. I know a few songs, but not enough. Um, but even just playing guitar, when I come back to it after not doing it for a while, I'm like, oh, I remember why I loved practicing guitar. And I remember why I loved playing guitar because it brought me so much joy and it brings me so much fun. Um, so try and do things that bring you joy and that feed your soul. Um, I think it's so important. And that is my final and fifth tip trick, you know, whatever. Um, for keeping positive mental health, but also bringing yourself out of a rut. And there is a time and a place for um, antidepressants and proper professional help. And I think we always have to ensure that people that do that aren't being given stigma about it because that's not fair. Some people need that, others don't. It's about figuring out where you are and what's best for you in that moment. Um, but I think some of the stuff I've talked about today, I think can really help you keep that positive mental health, but also sort of bring you back. You know, sometimes you might need antidepressants and to go on a walk and to do the things you love because we're holistic people, we're holistic creatures. We don't just, one thing doesn't fix all, you know? We're multifaceted, so we need multiple things that are going to bring us out of the dark and that are going to really help us. Um, and so if I just repeat through all the five things, just so they're cemented in your head, um, and obviously there's so many more things that can sort of help you with the, to keep a positive mental health. I just thought of the first five things that one popped into my head, but also that I thought were really quite important. Um, and that also came out through all the conversations we've been having during the month of November, um, month of November, which is November. So exercise, keeping fit, joining a team, doing something that is going to be part of a community. And the next one, which leads on to that is community, having friends, having family, not being isolated and alone. Um, because that can just worsen your mental health and how you're feeling about yourself. 
communication, talking to your friends, talking to your family, talking to yourself, writing things down of how you feel, understanding that when it's out of your mind and it's somewhere else, it can give you a better look at what's actually going on for you. Um, number four, talk to a professional, reach out, seek help. Um, flowing from all those things that we've been talking about before, seek help and support because it is needed for yourself. Um, you can't suffer in silence. Suffering in silence will only worsen what's going on for you. And I think we all know that, but we still do it. You know, we all know what's good for us. I know that too much chocolate's not good for me. Yeah, I still eat it. <laughs> I still eat too much of it. So we all know what's good for us. We just need to do it. Um, and number five um, is try and do things that bring you joy and feed your soul. Um, I think that is such an important one because, you know, without joy in our lives, things can look pretty dark, things can look pretty bleak. Um, and if we remember what used to bring us joy as a kid, even if we remember what brings us joy as an adult, if we can try and do some of those things, it can lift up our mood, um, even if it's only temporary. Um, and then you go back to feeling sad. But I think at least if you've given yourself the moment of relief that, oh, I'm not thinking about what my brain is saying. I'm not thinking about how I'm feeling. I'm just enjoying the moment. Then you can then, you know, go from there and continue to feel better and to do better um, and to keep positive mental health. And um, I think the conversation on mental health is always going to be important. Um, and like I said before, I don't want to stigma on those that need professional support because we shouldn't really be putting stigma on anyone for anything because stigma doesn't help anything. Stigma just makes things underground and adds shame into it when there's no shame that's needed. It's, 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 not, it's not something to be ashamed of that you're struggling or that you need support. If anything, it's the bravest thing you can do to say, I need support. It's like, not to, like I said, not to suffer in silence. Reaching out and seeking help and support is the bravest thing you can do. Um, so reach out to people, reach out to your community, reach out to your friends, reach out to yourself, um, treat yourself with kindness, treat yourself with love and, um, yeah, do things that bring you joy and feed your soul. I think that's essential. So I don't have anything more to say on that guys, but, um, what I'm going to do is with this episode, I'm going to put, uh, loads of links into the show notes that, um, sort of support what I've been saying, but also go and listen back to previous Movember conversations that I've been having this month and even last year's conversations, because some of the stuff that I've locked out from my head are from these conversations that I've been having with mental health professionals, with Kieran Joseph that does guardian ballers and is looking at young children's mental health. So I think it's going to be really good for you to go back to listen to those and listen to this. Um, but also just to get um, an understanding of what's going on for you and how you can help your situation. So thank you very much for listening, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm trying to make sure that I pump out three episodes a month. So whether that's conversations, uh, whether that's just me chatting to you about something, you know, I, I hope you guys like the variety. I hope you like that. Um, so yeah, um, and uh, we've got special announcements coming in January as well. So I'm not, that's all I'm going to say for that. Um, but stay tuned and watch the space because Black and Raw is going to be doing some awesome things. So 
Thank you very much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell me what you think um, on all social medias, um, at Black and Brawl on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, or you can email me, speak at blackandbrawl.co.uk. Um, and yeah, let's let's just uh, let's just communicate. Let's just be there for each other. And uh, don't ask what more to say on that one, but thank you guys for listening. You're the best. Um, and